Hello everybody, this is Subrat from the Sparking Entrepreneur Show and today we have Lee Cambry with us. He is an expert coach, facilitator and host with an emphasis on optimistic overachievers. He loves helping the find balance and room to breathe without losing their age. He is the owner of a high-end staffing company for events in the great New York City area. His staff saves bartender, waiter and more. So without further delay, let's welcome Lee. Lee, welcome to the show. Hi, how are you doing? Wonderful, Lee. Let's begin with your journey first, okay? What exactly inspired you to become a coach? How did you get started into this profession? Where did you start your journey? And what kind of problems, challenges that you have faced? Tell us something about your journey. Sure, sure. So the coaching profession was one of those situations where, oh my gosh, it fell into my lap and it was one of those, oh, this is something that I am very in tune with. My Mm -hmm. mom got a degree in early childhood development and a master's in counseling. My dad was a pastor growing up and I, for fun, would read self-help books. And so this was something that I just didn't know coaching existed. Once I found out about it, I was blown away. I was like, oh my gosh, this is it. This is what I would love to do. And so immediately starting in this profession, I realized just because of lightning striking my life and me being in the right place at the right time, I have a leg up in a sense. Just I was already running in this direction without even understanding what coaching was. So for me, it's been something I've been doing for over a decade, and I love what I get to do. It is so special getting to work with people in self-mastery and self-help and helping them get out of their own way and learn what the best practices are. And the way you explained, I I can see like how much you are loving your work. Absolutely. I adore it. I feel so lucky to get to do what I do. And my clients share with me, they feel very seen because I'm gone. I'm removed during a coaching call and I'm just there to be with that person. I just get fused with them and I'm so involved in what they're doing. So it is something for me I'm so in tune with. I love getting to do what I do. (laughs) Wonderful. Awesome. Great. And basically now you are mostly focusing on one coaching or you have other options like group coaching or any kind of online programs uh, if anybody wants to get coaching from you right what are some options are available so working with me is a one-on-one experience as of now i do have a future trajectory of adding more to it because i do have people that have come to me and they're priced out they want to have something that's more accessible what i currently offer is one-on-one work And I enjoy it one-on-one work a lot because I go so deep and intense with people. So what people are doing with me is the one-on-one kind of situation to begin with. So they have my full attention whenever they are trying to discover what they do. And just to get an idea of who I am and where to find me, you can see me on my website at leecambry.com, L-E-I-G-H-C-A-M-B-R-E.com. And if you go to leecambry.com slash wheel, like the wheels on a bus, there is one of the exercises that I do with all of my clients called the wheel of life so that you can get that understanding of here's a snapshot of where you are right now and an opportunity to see where you can focus. So just a sample. Wonderful. Awesome. 
that that that's great like people who wants to explore absolutely okay okay really Lee, tell us like whom you are exactly serving and how you are helping i help optimistic overachievers find balance and boundaries without adding more to their to-do list because these people are so busy and i get it yes. i get it i'm someone that owns a staffing company hospitality staffing company in new york city like you were saying and yeah. I have this business and executive coaching practice. I'm in the place of helping people find themselves and their best, basically their best selves mm -hmm. by offering them the best practices of what my multitude of clients over the years have found out that works. And so I tailor it to each person based on that because it is going to be different for every person. That's the hardest part for me of moving to some kind of course is it becomes depersonalized. And so I'm very big into personalizing what I do for each person because everyone's going to show up differently and they're going to have different challenges. And so that's that right. special personalization that I feel like is the most helpful naturally. One-on-one -on -one work isn't helpful in that way. Got it. That's awesome that you're doing. And also like, I believe that you have tons of clients coaching success stories, right? Would you please tell us one or maybe two of your clients coaching success story that is nearly close to your heart. Absolutely. There's so many that it's like, oh, where do I begin? Because yeah. every person like I was talking about shows up differently. I yeah. am a certified Enneagram professional. And so that premise Enneagram has nine different types of people. So mm. each of those different types is going to be showing up differently in life and naturally in coaching. And so I'll just pull out two examples, not even using Enneagram, but I'm just making that as a point to say everyone is going to tackle their issues differently and they're going to show up differently. Okay. One example, and I'll call her Amanda. She came to me reporting, Lee, I am the child of two immigrants and I keep doing the same cycle of busting my ass, working very mm. hard and then crashing because I have exhausted myself and I want to get out of this cycle. Yeah. And so working with her, I helped her with a lot of self-awareness tools plus best practices. I'm big on best practices. What are other people doing? Why try to make up something when other people are already having success? And so we did a lot of self-mastery work and self-awareness work of, okay, I see this pattern even when you're working with me of between sessions, you busting your ass and then getting exhausted. So let's add boundaries because I am big on boundaries. I love boundaries. And so we put in physical boundaries when we did my schedule blocking exercise and that allowed her to have limits to her schedule in a way she had never had before. And she left us working together, screaming to the world about how this process was so helpful. She stopped forever in her life Working in this cycle, breaking the cycle is one of the hardest things to do. Now, the second client, I'll call her Beatrice. She hmm. was someone that was a professional college athlete. And so she was in the life history experience of being the hardest worker in the room. She's very disciplined. And she is someone that would give to all of her colleagues. She was someone that would, she started multiple foundations. And so she was very giving during the pandemic when there wasn't much else to do. She loved it. She was, people loved it. People were very grateful to her because she had such a big heart, but hmm. she was finding that she was out of alignment and didn't know how to break out of this. 
And once again, same tools of here, here are best practices of what people do. And here are what is going to work for you. And we implemented with her what I call blob time. You're going to add in blob time to your schedule where you're doing literally nothing. I want you to do nothing. And we talked Mm -hmm. about how in a week, there's essentially nine blocks. If you consider Monday through Friday during the day as the taken time, that leaves seven nights a week and then Saturday day and Sunday day. And so for her, we determined three blob times a week are required. And so she would mark off three of those days where she is not allowed to leave the house. And that was huge in terms of a breakthrough for her. It required her to say no to things, but that was the best gift of all because it allowed someone who had the time to show up and actually run these organizations. And that's what she needed. So it was a win for her and a win for her organizations. Wow, that's so interesting and inspiring story. It's incredible yeah. getting to watch these transformations happen. Yeah, and as a course, it is a, such a beautiful feeling that you're going to get once you see that your clients or your people are doing the things that they wanted to do or just changing their life. And most importantly, they are happy through the transformation, right? So it always gives you that level of kicks of motivations to do more and more help more and more people. Yes, totally. The pay it forward aspect of this work is so huge because I know based on them reporting to me that the changes that they make are them setting examples for others to yeah. where they're in the place of, wow, other people, they, they report back to me. Right. Often the first person is their spouse. Their spouse comes back and says, you need to tell Lee, thank you for me (laughs) because you're showing up as someone different. And I'm just so grateful you have Lee in your life. Oh my gosh, you're happier. You're more balanced and together. And I am so grateful for Lee. And so that's just the first step. I know that happens with everyone they work with, everyone they socialize with, and especially the family and their children because they are modeling to their children the way that they show up whenever they choose themselves first. And so, yes, it is a ripple effect. And I I am fully aware. And I also want them to know it is a win, not only a win, but a win, win, win. Because you're paying it forward. It truly is butterfly effect. Yeah, correct. Absolutely. 100% true. So Lee, since you have tons of experience in this industry, what do you think that one of the most important qualities, successful quotes to pose it? Common answer to these kind of things, I'm sure if this is something that that you ask most people, they're going to say about having a servant heart and being certified and all of these kinds of things. That mm. me is all of the things that anyone says are going to be necessary. For me, it was about getting as educated as possible for myself so that mm. I help the most diverse group of people possible. But what I see happen is that so many coaches get certified in the process, but Hmm. aren't skilled in the business skill set. And that to me is the most vital part to learn that is under the radar. You've got to learn sales because if you are not good at sales as a solopreneur, you're not in business. And so that aspect, is huge. Of course, I want my coach, anyone I hire to be the best at what they do. But if Mm. I'm helping someone, one of the first things we're turning to is sales because yeah, you've been certified. Yeah. You've learned the process. Yeah. You know what you're doing, 
oh, but the number one thing, I'm lacking clients. That to me is the biggest skill any solopreneur or coach needs to have is sales skills. Beyond that, of course, I want them to be good, but sales. Correct. Absolutely. You are 100% true. Because no matter how skilled that you are, if you are not be able to sell your skill, like then you are not be going to help as many as people that as you can. So you will have to reach out to the people. You will have to get into your call. You will have to sell them uh, because you know that what you are doing, that you are the best when it whatever you are doing in a best manner right so you can help those people so it's your things that you need to reach out to them you need to talk to them you need to know about their problem and you need to sell so that it's it will be like a mutual benefit and you know what i believe the thing is that in my entire life the relation should be profitable from both of the sides Absolutely. I want to give you kudos. You're someone that is really good at getting yourself out there. That is a part of this process. You are so good at outreach. And that skill is so necessary for anyone who owns their own business. That should be one of the primary setups is learning how to get yourself out there. And so this is one of the things I'm working on my clients with. Whenever we go from the personal life coaching into the business coaching. The first thing we're talking about is sales. Once sales are good, I will go back to the life coaching and often talk about boundaries because I work with overachievers. And so then we're talking about, whoa, rein yourself back in. Hold on. That kind of aspect. Yeah, got it. Got it. Wonderful. So could you please share one or two strategy that you are uh, following in order to get yourself out like in front of the people? Absolutely. The first main one, when you are starting out, when you are, you have less than $250,000 in revenue is referral marketing because you have no business paying for mm. ads if you don't have enough revenue. I'm big on this. Use your network first. And so the first big thing is to set up your pillar of referral marketing where you're going out and asking people, hey, do you know someone who, and being very specific about who your client is. Because if you're just saying, hey, do you know someone who needs coaching? I don't know who that is. I can't think of that. You need to be very clear about, do you know any business owners who are just starting out in their business in the first year? And then all of a sudden, oh, okay, you're describing someone like, oh, you know what? I do know someone that's a solopreneur. I do it. The more descriptive Mm. you are, the better. And so this second, third, and fourth, I'm big on having four marketing pillars. The first one being referrals. And that's also a positive loop, uh, positive feedback loop. If you're getting referrals, you're doing business right. The second thing for me is about getting in front of my ideal clients by doing things that promote that. And hello, Mm. we're on this podcast right now. This is exactly the type of thing. I work with hard workers, overachievers, entrepreneurs, and Where am I right now? On the Sparking Entrepreneur Show. This is me getting in front of my ideal clients. And so I'm already on my second method. I still haven't paid a dime for anything. That Mm. is where you should be when you start out. Once you hit $250,000 in revenue, let's talk. Then we can talk about ads, targeted ads to where you want to go. But first, let's get out there in front of people that are already gathered for free and these kind of opportunities. That's uh, really insightful things that you have shared. Wonderful. Okay. Okay. Let's talk about some misconceptions that revolving around coaching. Like uh, each and every industry has different kinds of misconceptions, right? 
So what are some common misconceptions about coaching that you have noticed till now? I have two things here. I'm I'm trying to think of which one I'm going to start with. One of the things is that people think coaching is tied to therapy. That's the biggest one. I'm thinking of I'm thinking of number three and number four. There's so many misconceptions with coaching. But let me just start with the big one. The big one is that people assume it's therapy. And yes, there will be things about your past we will talk about, but it is different from therapy. Therapy is about moving parts of you from dysfunctional to functional, whereas coaching is taking those functional parts and moving them to optimal. Another comparison here, therapy is about thinking, ruminating, going into your past. So it's a lot of thought work. With coaching, action is key in the success. So when you work with a coach, there's going to be a lot of targeted ideas about this Mm. is what you need to do. This is what you need to take the next step on. This is your next step list. And there's accountability within coaching. And so that's not to say we won't explore some of the history about where you came from in your origin story, because that brought you to where you are today. And so it is absolutely necessary to have those kinds of reflections. And so I encourage my clients to have therapy at the same time as working with me because they're compatible. It's a great thing to have. But I, for example, have, and I'm putting air quotes around here, four coaches in my life because Mm. I've learned without coaching, there is a void. I am missing a resource partner if I don't have a coach. And it took me having a coach then not having one, then getting a coach again and not getting it to fi- for me to finally get the pattern of every time I don't have a coach, I can see the void. Ah, there is no other replacement. And that has been so eye-opening and so accelerating in terms of where my business goes. When I have a coach, I always have a targeted environment to work on specific coaching issues, depending on what the coach is for. I have two business coaches, one for each of my businesses that are specialized in each of those. And then I have my therapist, which I'm calling air quotes, a coach, because when I need therapy, sure. But otherwise, when I'm feeling okay, I use her as my personal life coach. And then the fourth air quotes coach is my friend who is my accountability buddy. And so her and I meet weekly and we're always talking about whatever we want to talk about currently. I use her for my coaching business specifically just to talk about what gets in the way. And so those spaces, they are required in my life now. And it took me a while to grasp that that's what's going on. Wow. Wonderful. Awesome. Then the, uh, if you see that nowadays, mostly artificial intelligence entering each and every field and uh, from the technology side to coaching side to graphic designing, all the creative things like. So what do you think that what kind of impact that it's going to have on the coaching industry as well as in the business industry in the future? Yeah, low key. I've been a little worried. I'm like, is coaching going to get replaced by AI? That was my Mm. thought process because there's a lot of great articles and feedback already out there. So I'm Mm. confident that A lot of the questions I'm asked in coaching, yes, you likely could go on ChatGPT and get best practices on there. Mm. But the longer I've been using ChatGPT, I actually am a big fan of using AI in as many places as possible. 
And I've learned it's just not the same. They don't get it. There's, I am tailoring my coaching for the human based on what I'm receiving because I have specialized training in what I'm doing. And Mm. so it, you can't replace that. The amount of effort, the, and not about effort, but the resources the AI has is so overwhelming that the simplified answer it provides is going to be quite impersonal unless you're digging down with this AI to let them know the context of it. And so I'll tell you where the, the most relevant right now in my business is content. I just, I put in my social media content. I'm like, can you repurpose this? And it's like repurposing it. It still doesn't get it right. And I'm rewording it to make it funny and more like my personality. It still doesn't Mm. do it right. So right now in the next 10 years, I'm not worried. I'm not worried. The personal attention and warmth and connection you get human to human is irreplaceable, but it is relevant to stay on top of AI and use it. Use it where it can be used. It is an incredible tool for repurposing things and finding ideas. And so absolutely use it, but it doesn't replace coaching. And also based on my knowledge, based on my research, I can see that after two to five years, people are in need of a lot more coaches because the way AI tool is helping in all the repetitive mundane tasks that we are seeing now, People are going to have a lot of mental problems or a lot of stucks or a lot of some stress as well. So in that case, if you see the things in different angle, then you will find that coaches are going to make a lot more money after two to five years. Absolutely. Such an opportunity to continue to have that kind of access if you're someone that wants to be a coach. Coaching is just a growing profession and is is much needed. You are good at what you do. The more competitive the field gets, the more we need specific experts in each of the topics. And that's another Mm -hmm. tip in sales is being very niched, being very clear about what you want and being very niched so that people can find you and choose you based on what you do. Correct. 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 Wonderful. Okay, Lee, if you are like put all of your life experiences, knowledge and your entire journey and if you put it into a book, then how do you name it and why? I love this question because (laughs) how do you encapsulate someone in a book title? When I thought about that, I was like, you know what? I probably would call it the first 40 because the first Mm. 40 years of my life were so formative and so amazing. And that is true for anyone that the arc of anyone's first 40 years is going to tell a story that is unique, special, and powerful. For me, my first 40 were very backwards for most people because of the upbringing I had. And so I I would give that autobiography of what it's like to come from the background I did, like I said, with my dad being a pastor. So the spiritual part of my life was filled. My mom being a master's in counseling and a degree in early childhood development. So there was a lot of proper support from my family. And that's not to say that they're perfect. They were a mess and they were not meant to be together and they got divorced while I was still in the house. All of this stuff, there was still trauma as part of my childhood and they were able to give me the tools to cope. And so the first 40 for me and my book are about what that looked like and how it transformed to bring me to today to provide the experiences and perspectives I have that are unique. And I look forward to the next 40. 
And so that's part of that as well, is that this is a implication that things are only where they are today in this moment of now, but that future is unknown and ready to be written. And so the next 40 would be the sequel to that. And I would be giving predictions and projections of what could happen and what is possible and how to then, in my second book, live your best life for the next 40. Wow. That's awesome. That's wonderful. So Lee, tell us what is the best possible way to reach out to you so that our people can find you and get in touch with you. Sure. My website's going to be the easiest and most thorough way, which is leecambry.com, L-E-I-G-H-C-A-M-B-R-E.com. And again, the wheel of life is an exercise you can have right away at leecambry.com slash wheel, W-H-E-E-L. And you can learn about what that process looks like and just get a sampling of what it would be like to work with me because that is something we would work on together. You can get ahead of the game in doing that. But you can reach out to me there. I'm also on everything at Lee Cambry. So you can find me on Instagram, on Twitter, on LinkedIn, anywhere at Lee Cambry. You can find me anywhere. So follow me, get some emails. I have a, a newsletter where I send out weekly tips on what works, what best practices are out there and how I can help you. So by all means, reach out if you're interested. I would love to support you. Wonderful. Guys, to make sure you follow Lee, wonderful person, great personality and great journey. And you can reach out to him according to your coaching needs. So that was today's episode of Sparking Entrepreneur Show. Thank you, Lee, for being on the show. And it was an honor to visiting you today. Thank you. I appreciate you doing this and for reaching out. You're, you are a model to learn from. There is really something you got special here doing how you, the way you do things. So kudos to you. And I'm honored to have been on this. Thank you so much, Lee. So that said, I am your host, Subrat, signing off. And you guys have a wonderful day. Bye, guys. <laughs> <laughs>